Sometimes moving to a new city or state can be scary, but we aren't alone. Hey, I'm Bethany B, and this is episode 35 of Welcome to the Wiregrass. My guest today is Scarlett with the Southeast Alabama Child Advocacy Center. Hi, Scarlett. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing so well. This is my first podcast episode, so I am so stoked. And it's on Welcome to the Wiregrass, so welcome. Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm excited to have you. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, I just, I love podcasts. I love TED Radio Hour. It's such a cool thing. And yeah. And you even listened to some of our episodes too, Yes, right? I did. I've caught many episodes and you've had some really great people come on here. So I'm very excited that I'm one of the chosen few. Yes, you're one of the chosen. <laughs> and I always start off my interviews asking about the 411 just to get to know you a little bit better. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, so where do I start? <laughs> um, I am a native of the Ryegrass. Uh, my hometown is Ashford, and so I graduated from Ashford High School. I uh, went off to Troy, the Troy Main Campus, and I was there for a few years, and I had this big, bright idea to move to Birmingham. So I've been kind of all over, and uh, recently decided to move back to the Ryegrass. So very excited to be here. I'm glad to be around my family and my friends and my roots. And how long have you been back to the Wiregrass area? I'm going on half a year now. So, so yeah. you got here around the same time I did. Yeah, really? Cool. <laughs> well, I'm almost like at a year, but still not yeah. too much longer. And where are you from? Um, I'm originally from upstate New York. Ah. And then I lived in Michigan for the past four years, if you couldn't tell from the accent. I can. I can. Well, <laughs> Everyone teases me with my accent. Oh, here, I so. love it. Well, welcome to you, to the Wiregrass. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you work for the Southeast Alabama Child Advocacy Center. So what is your role for this. Yes, so I am the development advocate there, and basically what I do is I build partnerships with businesses and individuals in the community to ultimately raise awareness and to get support for the resources and services that we do at the CAC. So it's very much a marketing PR type of position, and it's so much fun. I'm I'm so fortunate to work for the CAC. And how long have you worked there for? Going on uh, a month. Oh, you're brand new. I am so new, but I have had a nonprofit background before, um, and it's just something that when you work in nonprofit, it's hard to get out of it because mm. there's 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 so much meaning to it, and you just you just have a passion for the message, regardless of what it is. It's just something bigger going on. It's a really cool thing. And at the end of the day, you know you've helped a great cause. Yes, and absolutely. You get to do that for a living. It's so fulfilling, um, especially with the CAC, because we work with kids who are abused, and it's a heavy subject, but um, we help them, and that just makes us all just really love what we do and, and want to come back and do it the next day. So. So I know you just mentioned it a little bit, but can you describe the organization and everything it does and helps, I know you just said it, helps abuse children. Yeah, um, well it's all in the name Child Advocacy Center and what we do is we help kids who are victims of child abuse. Sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's sexual. And what we do is we provide free therapy, um, we do forensic interviewing, so that's that's a really fascinating thing. It's a multidisciplinary team that helps those kids when they come in. So we'll have DHR, we'll have law enforcement, um, and mental health professionals that will um, 
take that case and, and figure out what's the next step because we want to help that child recover. And when we do the interview process, it's it, the whole point is not to re-traumatize the child. We want to make sure that we get their story and they leave there um, happy and in a positive way. And, and our office is um, kid-friendly. We have snacks and, and fun toys and crafts and all the good uh-huh. things. So it's very kid-friendly. And how do the kids find you? Is it their parents that reach out to you? Or well, how does that work? Yeah, it's all done by referral. So DHR or law enforcement will contact us and say, hey, I have this case. Uh, I'd like to bring this person in. And, and that's where we go. That's where we go from oh, there. I mm-hmm. always wondered how that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have Blue Ribbon Campaign. That is, is that coming up? Or? Yes. So what is that? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we're coming up on the 26th annual Blue Ribbon Campaign. Wow. So we have been in the wiregrass a long time. Um, So basically, Blue Ribbon Campaign coincides with National Child Abuse Prevention Month in April. So in April, we have all of these events coming up. We have our kickoff the first week. We have um, a film screening, and then we're going to be a part part of a disc golf tournament. That's fun. I know. There's so much going on in April, (laughs) and um, January till that time is just jam-packed, full of preparation and strategy and coordination and all of these things. But um, we try to get the kids in the schools to buy blue ribbon t-shirts um, because that, that's where we want to educate everyone and, and let them know what child abuse is and what they can do to um, notify a parent or a guardian or, or adult teacher um, if they have have had that experience. So um, we, we, we're very heavy in the school system and um, just in the community in general. Do you go to schools and tell the students all about what you are and what the organization's about. Yes, we have um, we have someone at the CAC who specifically goes into the schools to talk to the kids. Um, sometimes it's in a big group setting or a small group setting, and um, she will talk to them about the signs of child abuse and what happens if that happens. You know, what, what's the next step? And she's just really phenomenal. She's really phenomenal. Is April known as Blue Ribbon Month? April, yeah, it's National Child Abuse Prevention Month. Okay. And so our campaign is just sandwiched into that whole month, basically. And you're a nonprofit. So I know you mentioned disc golf. Or is that part of an event to help raise money for the organization? Yeah, yes. Um, it's the Breaking the Chains Disc Golf Tournament, and I believe it's April 25th. Um, but those proceeds will go to the CAC. So uh, we have another golf tournament in the fall. It's That's something that we host, but it's all about um, awareness and just raising support for what we do. And what other events do you have throughout the year? Obviously, April's a busy month for you, but are there other events that happen as well? Yeah, um, we have, uh, like I said, the golf tournaments in the fall. We have different small events, too. Like we have the D's Boston Butt Sale that's coming up at the end of the month, and all the proceeds would go back to us. Um, and if you go to our Facebook page, you can kind of see current happenings. And we have our website, southeastcac.org, where you can check us out there and see what's going on. And then are there, do you ever need volunteers? Absolutely. Um, there are times where things are, especially my April, that's yeah. that's a busy month. And so we would love to have, have volunteers. And um, we take donations too. We take donations for school supplies or um, office supplies. We really need things like socks and underwear and personal hygiene products because sometimes we send the kids home with those things. Sometimes they don't have them. So oh, I uh, have no idea. Yeah. And so we, uh, we really, we really, really love donations. 
And is there a list of things that need to be donated? Is that on the website as well? Yes, it is. It is. We've got an entire list on there, and we we appreciate all things. Is any of it, can any of it be like gently used? Like, say I have a notebook that I barely touch. Could I send that? Yes, sure, (laughs) sure. Yeah, that's the key, gently used. Um, Yeah, we will take gently used and preferably new, but we understand not everyone can just go buy brand new everything, so we will take it if it's in good condition. I know the hygiene stuff you probably want Yeah, we want that to be new. We would like that to be new for sure. It's so cheap to buy that stuff. You can get it so many different places. Um, yeah, and we're so thankful to the people that that do consistently donate to us. Um, we just we just love our community and we love how they support us. And it's sometimes it's a small thing and sometimes it's a big thing and it all matters. And do you take money donations too? Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. Um, you can go to our website and there's a donate link. Um, but really, the push is we want people to buy T-shirts and businesses to sponsor us. Um, that's how we can kind of quickly add to our campaign and, and do all the things that we want to do throughout the rest of the year. How so. much are the t-shirts? 20 bucks for the adult comfort color t-shirt and 10 for the youth comfort color t-shirts. And those, um, the form is is on our website and on our Facebook. Oh, so you can just buy it right online. Yes, yes. No, you don't have to write a check. <laughs> Get your credit cards out right now. Yes. It's so easy. You can watch TV in your pajamas and do it. Yes, so easy. And help easy. a great cause. <laughs> so easy. So to go back to a little bit from the beginning to get to know you a little bit better, So I remember we were talking last week and you said you've lived in a few other states. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. So what other states have you lived in? Yes. So um, while I was living in Birmingham, I got married and my (laughs) husband was um, based, his work was based in Searcy, Arkansas. Oh, wow. (laughs) So um, Searcy is very rural. It's very much like Auburn. It's a college town with nothing but farmland around it. And there was some really sweet people there. But, um, you know, Alabama, that, that's our home. This is where we grew up. And, um, yeah, we, we made the transition back here. But Arkansas is a really pretty state. It's very, um, especially in the northwest corner of the state, uh, the Ozark Mountains. It's, it's just really beautiful. And it was a good good um, opportunity to just be somewhere new, mm-hmm. a totally different, different people. and uh, Start fresh. Yes, yes, absolutely. And is your your husband's from Alabama, right? Yes, he is. He's from Birmingham. And so that's how we met in Birmingham. And, you know, you know how that goes. And, uh, yeah, Alabama is just home to us. We love it. How long were you in Arkansas for? Um, A little over a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. A little over a year. Is that the only other state you've lived in? Well, um, <laughs> I have a home in Panama City Beach, Florida, so oh, okay. um, I can say that's my my second state. Home away sure. from home. Yeah, right, right. I love to go there on the weekends, and um, yeah, anytime we have a three day weekend coming up, so I'm pretty sure I'll be down there. It's, it's supposed just, to be beautiful, yes, too, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It feels like summer this week. All my seasons it's, are off. It's, <laughs> Alabama weather is just something you just really never. Know. Some days it's cold. Some days it's warm. You just I'll take know. that over the snow any day. Yes. Yes. And so since you've been new to a new state like I have, mm-hmm. um, what was it like being new for you? Was it scary? Did you try and get involved in different things? Yeah. So I am the kind of person, I just jump right in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I recommend to anyone, if you are new, get involved some way, somehow, and life is what you make it. So um, go to the chamber meetings, go find a church, um, go join a club, just just jump in. That's the best advice that I can get. And I've done that. I did that with Birmingham, and I did that with Cersei, and I made a lot of great people through doing that. So total recommendation is just to jump on in. And you move with your husband to Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So did you both do things together to meet like couple friends or did you do things separately? Yeah, we we did a lot of things separate and together. Um, he's someone he's he works for Chick-fil-A. So he's got kind of a world of Chick-fil-A people that he knows. And I'm more of a world of nonprofit people. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of went our separate ways with different events and things of interest. But some days or some events we would we would uh, do it together. Mm-hmm. Did you ever find it difficult moving to a new area? What is difficult is just moving away from what you know, mm-hmm. uh, moving away from your 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 people, uh, moving away from your your family and your friends, and so that can be a bit intimidating. But after a while, and like I said, when you get involved, you kind of realize you know it's okay. You can make it on your own. You can you can make it in a new place. I think the hardest thing is, especially moving to a new state, is you have to get a new driver's license, a new yes. license plate, then you have to find all new doctors, eye doctors, mm-hmm. dentists, and it's just, it's a lot all at once when you're first, like that first six months, especially when you don't know anyone, is just super difficult. Totally, <laughs> totally. I remember going through that whole process, um, Birmingham and Cersei, but, but you just do it. You but just it's do exciting it. too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And how else are you involved with the community? Obviously, your full-time job. but <laughs> Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, because I'm from Ashford, um, there are some happenings in Ashford. We're really trying to push uh, this promo video to get on HGTV. It's like a... Oh, really? I love HGTV. I know. <laughs> me too. Um, so the show was um, basically about small small towns, and they, they're, they're wanting them to come in and obviously give money so we can do some uh, revitalization in the community. So I've been involved with that um, church, you know, um, st- yeah, I'm still fairly new to Dothan. I mean, I grew up here, but I, I have some things that I have up my sleeve. So <laughs> I go else? to a lot of chamber meetings. So <laughs> that, that, that kind of branches me out into a lot of stuff. So it's funny in a good way that you say chamber because so many people are where I'm like, what can you recommend for new people? They said, get involved with the chamber. Yes. That's like the most common answer. It so. is. Well, if, I mean, if you go to their website, you can see all of their events. They have a great calendar. And if something interests you, go. Just go. Now, I haven't heard too much about Ashford because I'm still new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'll be new forever. But what, because you said there were some happenings. What are other, like, things that a lot of people who live in Dothan mm-hmm. or Enterprise wouldn't really know too much about Ashford. Well, Ashford is a historical little town. Um, a railroad goes right through it, and um, it's perfectly placed right in, you know, there's Georgia and then there's Florida, and so from what I understand is that it used to be kind of a hub for the railroad, and um, you know, they're really trying to take those historical buildings and revitalize them. That's kind of like a trend now with all of these small towns. Um, these buildings have so much history, the, the stories of them, and um, so Ashford's really trying to push uh, revitalization. 
so mm -hmm. i'll have to go check it out yeah i mean there's a few restaurants there and you know nothing five star but <laughs> you know we have some options is it a bigger like how how big is it it's a very small town i can't even tell you the population um there is uh there's a high school there's an elementary school we have our little uh, main street with a few businesses and we have the railroad depot which they um uh, a few years ago, they went in and renovated that thing, and it looks pretty cool. It's your typical rural, small town. You know, there's nothing um, extraordinary about it because nothing's really happening, but there's so much possibility with it. And so um, I, I get involved with Ashford, and I hope to, to be part of the group that really sees change happen. So. And to be on HGTV. Yes, I would. Yes, yes, Me yes, Me and my yes. boyfriend watch HGTV so much. Yes, well, <laughs> Fun, fun fact, when I was in Searcy, um, Small Business Revolution, that's a Hulu TV show. Searcy oh. was selected for that. And so they got a half a million dollars. And um, they've done so much with that money. Individual businesses that were chosen got to um, got to get that money and, and renovate their, their restaurants or shopping centers, whatever it may have been. And um, they were on TV. It's a Hulu series. Like, you can go find it right now. I need to find this. Yeah, it's, it's just so neat. And I was there through that whole process. Ty Pennington, I don't know if you, well, oh, you, do you know him? Yes, yep. he was there. And he started host. off with TLC. Uh-huh. Yep. He was one of the the hosts. The other one is Amanda Brinkman, and she's part of the Deluxe Corporation. But um, they would visit Cersei often. It was just the neatest thing, like to see them film downtown Cersei and go into these businesses and talk to the owners and talk to the community. And it was just a really cool thing to be a part of. And that's little old Cersei, Arkansas. So oh, that is so cool. I don't yeah. even know if I've ever heard of Cersei, Arkansas. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've never even been there to Arkansas. <laughs> well, it's the same same scenario as Ashford. It's a small town um, and some creatives said hey let's let's try to get on the show so they can they can help us make some changes changes and they that's what happened and um, yeah totally recommend the show it's on Hulu okay I know what I'm gonna do this weekend yeah yeah um, when you moved back to the Wiregrass area was Ashford like your number one area you wanted to live or was it just wherever there was a place available? Well, um, my I'm living in my childhood home. That's my so cool. I know my mom and dad. They never wanted to sell it. They're so sentimental, and so uh, my dad was like, "Hey, just live in the house. Just live in the house." And um, it's so weird because you know we've had to kind of paint and take things out, and it's like, oh my gosh, all of these memories here. But my husband and I we're we're very excited because we're making it our own, and um, yeah, yeah. Is it weird living back in your childhood home? It, it's not weird. It's just, you know, there are just so many memories. And then you're making new memories. And it's just one big thing. And um, I love my little home, my little childhood home. It's the sweetest place. Like, I've had, I had such a great childhood. And, um, and if I ever have children, then I will raise them there. That so, is so cool. Yeah, Be like, yeah. this is where I live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now you're going to be having the same memory yeah. when I was your mm -hmm. age. Well, that's all I have, unless there's anything else you want to add about child advocacy or Blue Ribbon. I'm good. I'm You're good. good. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. And it's so nice to see another new face here. I know. We need to get lunch. Yes, I love that. Lunch. <laughs> do you drink coffee? I do. Ooh, lunch, coffee. We'll get it all. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, Scarlett. Thank you so much.
There is a new podcast, Wired in the Wiregrass, with DC from the Late Afternoon Show on 106.7 KMX and John, who you can listen to in the afternoon on Your Country 95.5. Their podcast is about two guys living in the Wiregrass and dating. Dating in the Wiregrass. You definitely don't want to miss out on their funny stories they tell you about their dating adventures. On their latest episode, John tells DC how close he was going out on a Valentine's date. So close, but yet so far. If you're single, you can definitely relate to this. And if you're not, well, you could always use a good laugh. You can download for free at Google Play Store or Apple Podcasts. And of course, WKMX.com and 955WTVY.com. If you would like to be featured on my podcast, send me an email, Bethany at TRPDothan.com. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Wiregrass, brought to you by the radio people.